The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our epistle reading for this past Sunday, which was the eighth Sunday after Pentecost. We're looking at Colossians chapter 1, verses 1 to 9a, where the Apostle Paul wrote, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the holy and faithful brothers in Christ at Colossae, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints, the faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven and that you have already heard about in the word of the truth, the gospel that has come to you. All over the world, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and understood God's grace and all its truth. You learned from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ in our behalf, and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. My dear friends in Christ, while imprisoned at Rome for preaching the gospel, Paul wrote this letter to a Christian congregation, a Christian church in Colossae. And Colossae is in present-day Turkey. Timothy, a young pastor who was with Paul and was able to be in contact with Paul while he was in prison, he was there with Paul at this particular time and, and apparently known to that congregation at Colossae. Paul didn't start the Christian congregation in Colossae, but while he was doing mission work in Ephesus, what he probably had done is, what he may have done is, he may have sent Epaphras, a young co-worker, to begin work there in the city of Colossae. Well now, about five years after the founding of that congregation, what happened is that Epaphras went to Rome, where Paul was imprisoned, to talk to him to get some advice because of a problem that the congregation was dealing with there in Colossae, a problem that Christian congregations in that area dealt with quite a bit, and that was that false teachers who had gotten into the areas, they were telling New Testament Christians, believers in Jesus, that what they still needed to do is follow all of those Old Testament rules and regulations which Christ had fulfilled and which were no longer necessary. But they were saying, you need to follow those rules and regulations if you want to get to heaven. They were tragically combining faith and works as requirements for salvation when, when the scriptures tell us, of course, that we're saved not by works but by by faith alone. In our reading, what Paul is doing is he's showing us and doing what 
any Christian can and will want to do for troubled fellow Christians and, well, also for those who don't yet believe in Jesus. Paul says here, Since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. And, well, since James in his epistle tells us the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective, just imagine how much good Paul's prayers were doing for the Colossians and, well, how much good our prayers also can do for one another, for our family, our friends, and, and our acquaintances. Well, Paul, he was so thankful for those Colossian Christians. He said, We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all the saints, the faith and love that spring from the hope that is stored up for you in heaven and that you have already heard about in the word of truth, the gospel that has come to you. Oh, is it surprising when we look at this to see how often Paul was thanking God for fellow Christians. If you look at his epistles, so many of them have that thankfulness for fellow Christians. And his thankfulness for fellow Christians, what that does is it encourages us to be thankful for our fellow Christians as well. When Paul was imprisoned, what he was constantly doing is he was encouraging, supporting, and praying for his fellow Christians. And doubtless what was happening is that, well, those Colossian Christians and others, what they were doing also is they were praying for Paul and, and doing whatever it was that they could to encourage and, and support the Apostle Paul. Well, Paul said, all over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing, just as it has been doing among you, since the day you heard it and understood God's grace in all its truth. You learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf and who also told us of your love in the Spirit. We often bemoan the fact that it's obvious in our world today that there are so many who are rejecting the gospel, who are rejecting Christ. And what we also have to be troubled by is the fact that in our own lives, we aren't always the Christians that we could or should be. But Paul does say here, all over the world, this gospel is bearing fruit and growing. And now, what does that mean? It means that we don't have to be like that Old Testament prophet Elijah, in a frustrated time, what Elijah said to the Lord is, I am the only one left. And, well, what the Lord told him is that there were 7,000 in Israel who still hadn't bowed the knee to the idol God Baal. And what Elijah and those 7,000 needed to do is they needed to get together. They needed to get together. And 
what we also need to do is get together with our fellow Christians for, for worship, for Bible study, for prayer, for praise of our God. We need to get together like that, but whether or not we can be there for our fellow Christians, what we'll always want to be doing, of course, is praying for our fellow Christians. And let's always be thankful for our fellow Christians. And like Paul and the Colossian Christians, let's do whatever we can to encourage and support our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us Jesus to be our Savior, and thank you for giving us our fellow Christians. Build up our faith so that we are doing everything we can to gather together and to do everything we can to encourage and to support one another. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Amen.